All right, listen, guys, I get it. Many of you are unable to financially support this ministry because you're spending your cash and your lives on raising young children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Praise God for you and that endeavor. However, algorithms are a thing. Shadow banning, sadly, is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. A famous Doug Wilson-ism that I like is he says this, you cannot build a house of peace upon the sure foundation of lies. That doesn't work. And yet, we are all tempted at times to do it. Think of marriage. There are times where a husband is tempted to appease his wife in a deceitful way. To merely tell her what she wants to hear, knowing in his conscience that it is not true. But for what purpose? To end the conflict. To, to quench the feud. Because I'd rather be a liar than be miserable. But that's not right. And vice versa. A wife can absolutely be tempted to tell her husband something that he wants to hear, but in order to do that, she's willing to breach the line of integrity, delving into the realm of dishonesty and deceit. Likewise, that is a moral compromise that is not permissible for the people of God. And not only is it morally wrong, but it's not practically effective. It doesn't work. You cannot establish a house of peace on the sure foundation of lies. In the same way that Jesus told a parable that you cannot build your house on the sand. You must build your house upon the rock. In order for something to stand, in order for something to endure, to last, it must have a sure foundation. Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. We pursue peace, but we pursue peace all the way up to the bounds of holiness and no further. We do not pursue peace at the expense of holiness. We do not pursue peace at the expense of holiness. And that is a theological principle that is desperately needed to be comprehended by the American evangelical church today. So many today are willing to appease the culture in the name of peace. Thinking that any effort towards peace is always morally righteous. But that is not a biblical principle. Do we not find in the Scriptures, in the book of Jeremiah, that there will be those who say, peace, peace, when there is no peace. They are not commended, these false prophets who prophesy peace. You are commended by God 
when you say not what is nice, but what is true. What is true? To prophesy times of peace is not inherently wrong. It becomes wrong if it's a time of war. That's what makes it wrong. Jonah, for instance, is one of the very few prophets that we find in the Old Testament who actually prophesied blessing and welfare and peace and prosperity for the nation of Israel. Did you know that? Jonah prophesied that their borders would be expanded. Jonah prophesied that Israel would increase. And it is very likely that Jonah, therefore, was popular. One of the only prophets who was actually popular among the people of his day. All the prophets were praised after they were good and dead. Did you know that? Courage. Right? They say that courage is not merely a virtue, but it's the prerequisite for all other virtues. Courage, I have found, is incredibly appreciated by all generations of people. But it is always appreciated once it's safely buried six feet under the dirt. You know how many people like Charles Spurgeon? You know how many people would like Charles Spurgeon if he was alive today? They'd hate him. How do I know? Because when he was alive, they hated him. Everybody hated Jeremiah. They hated Isaiah. They hated Spurgeon. They hated Calvin. They hated... But, but then the soft evangelical fish, big evil of our day, praises this guy and praises that guy. But you know for a fact that if that person was living today and they were applying their theology and their biblical truths to, to big Eva and its compromises in the present... They would be despised. They would be hated. Absolutely hated. So prophets are always beloved after their death. Jesus says precisely this when He says to the people of His day, the religious rulers, the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees and Sadducees, He says, you build the tombs of the prophets. And you say that you're not like your fathers. We wouldn't have done what our fathers did, namely kill the prophets. But here I am, the prophet of prophets, the capital P prophet, the one that they were all prophesying towards, and you're trying to kill me. You're a chip off the old block. You're not new and improved. You're not original. You're not special. You're just like your fathers. Your fathers killed the prophets. You build those guys' tombs, but the prophets of your day, namely Christ Himself, you also try to kill. And so it is. Tale as old as time. We have seen this play out in generation after generation after generation. We are not called to merely proclaim peace. We are called to, to proclaim and pursue peace in accordance with truth. That which is in accordance with holiness. The holiness for without which no one will see the Lord. So strive to be at peace with everyone. Yes and amen a thousand times, but never at the expense of holiness. Strive to be at peace with everyone and Strive for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. True peace is in accordance with truth. Can I be frank with you for just a second right here at the end? Look, some of you guys, you're financially supporting this ministry. And from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. I cannot thank you enough. However, some of you, 
You just, you can't afford it. In fact, some of you, you shouldn't afford it. Let's be honest. I mean, we're living in Joe Biden's ridiculous economy. Our nation and our totalitarian political elites lost their minds over the last three years due to COVID. We have written checks that we simply cannot cash. It doesn't matter if people change the definition of a recession. We are living in a recession right now regardless. Some of you are struggling to afford a carton of eggs at the grocery store. You cannot support financially this ministry at this time, nor should you. But you could still help us tremendously. I am asking you, please, if you're willing to do so, Take one minute of your time. Leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, whatever that might be. This is the way the system works. We want to be innocent as doves, but shrewd as vipers. We need to be strategic. You leave us a five-star review, and our podcast shows up for more people. And the Word of God and courageous theology applied in practical ways to every realm of life gets out there. Help us get it out there. Thanks for tuning in.